This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, There's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet, uh, Melissa Lampson is one of them, um, who is talking about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Melissa Lampson, who is the CEO of Lampson Consulting. She works with successful leaders to refine their professional skills and create more effective teams. Melissa, welcome. Thanks, Mitchell. Pleasure. Oh, it is always such a pleasure. It's so funny when we first got into the green room, you go, man, I love your background. I said, well, listen, you actually here. You got to see this live. (laughs) (laughs) It's been too long. It's great to see you. I'd like the audience to get to know you a little bit better through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP? Yeah. Leaders who can't create great company culture. You know, as I'm thinking about this, I, yeah, you know this on my background. I, I sat on the board of a public firm. I, I, and I did that for 10 years. I actually ran uh, four different CEO networking groups for a decade. Culture was one of those things that everyone would always talk about. And some companies had it and some companies didn't. And it didn't always stop the company from being successful. At some point in time, it ultimately did. But in today's world, without culture, you are absolutely nothing. So tell yeah. me a little bit more. Yes, it's becoming even more important, especially in the current situation. It's really, it really peels back the curtain to show what kind of a culture people 
or, or organizations have, right? And leadership teams are promoting or not for that matter. Um, so it's just really important to ensure that you have motivated, engaged, connected, productive employees. And so without focusing on culture, first and foremost, it's going to be really difficult to cultivate that. Absolutely. And, and when people hire you, what are they, what are they getting? Well, we do, uh, leadership training, manager skills, uh, executive coaching, roundtables, all of the above. Um, and I've worked for 20 plus years with some of the top companies in the world. So brands like LinkedIn and Ikea, SpaceX, um, they all use the manager tools. Um, and that's really the opportunity that you know, my clients have is that I can share with them lots of best practices and cases and specific examples of what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And I think, is it, I'm trying to think about on credibility. Is there anything else on, on credibility? I think one of the things we were bantering around in the green room is how many employees you, with all the companies you work for, how many potential employees or how many lives do you think you've affected in some way or the other? Right. Hundreds of thousands. I mean, you know, to your point, uh, if, if somebody has a bad day and comes home or if somebody's working for a leader that just isn't effective, they're going to come home and that's going to touch their family members, their friends, their colleagues. Right. So it's, uh, it's incredible how widespread culture it is. It, it isn't just about coming to work for eight to 10 hours and experiencing a culture, but it can really, uh, pervade right through throughout someone's whole life. So, so potentially, what you should say on your LinkedIn profile: I've helped, the, I've helped increase the the happiness of dinner conversations at hundreds of thousands of families' households. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. That's great. <laughs> um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm, I love being generous. Um, I mean, I guess I'm also a bit of an extrovert, to be honest. And so I really enjoy interacting with others. And so I love to stay in touch. I love building relationships. I'm really lucky that I have relationships for, you know, a couple of decades now where I can, you know, just call someone or ping someone on Zoom and get together for virtual coffees, particularly now. Um, whenever I travel, I meet up with folks all over the world that I've built relationships with. And, and I love having the opportunity to talk and to give and to, to share. Um, I also have a pretty big following, which I'm very proud of and very lucky for. And so I'll share great articles and try to keep very relevant and current. Um, I have kind of some rules. I, I want it to be uh, relevant and interesting or funny <laughs> on what I post uh, on uh, social media. So I certainly try to just give as much as I can to folks and stay in touch with them. Uh, really oh, that's beautiful. Continue those relationships. Yeah. Hey, so listen, if you're a leader or sitting on the uh, board and, and you're looking at your corporation and they, you've, you've got a bunch of leaders who maybe are not as good at building culture as they could and or should, or if you're a leader and you know you haven't been as effective as you absolutely want to be, you should reach out to Melissa Lampson. Melissa, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Sure. Um, my website's great, lampsonconsulting.com, and my email's on there, or connect with me on LinkedIn. Always a big fan of LinkedIn. Beautiful. Hey, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. My pleasure, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. And the most important thing is to have good dinner conversations. So guys 
take Melissa's message, like this episode, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Bradford Blevins, who is an operations resiliency strategist and the current chief strategy officer for Forge Forward. He is a U.S. Army infantry veteran and a designer inventor of the ResOps Resiliency and Operations Strategic Decision Framework. Bradford, welcome. Hi, Mitchell. Thanks for having me. You know, <laughs> it is so much fun to to talk to somebody who shows up in the green room the way you did and to be able to, to grow and learn and, and, and sort of see you. And I'd love the audience to be able to get to know you a little bit better through your customer point of opinion. What is your CPOP? Mitchell, uh, simply stated, it's government officials making poor decisions, period. Yeah. So uh, in, in, in 2020, we did a, a survey of the American state of credibility and the of the bottom four uh, professions in there, members of Congress were listed along with lawyers and automotive salespeople. The the world, the at least the U.S. Uh, the, the U.S. people absolutely know the credibility of those people. Uh, at least members of Congress are very low. I could see that happening a lot. Uh, Bradford, tell me more. Sure, I think that plays nicely into this. Um this issue or this need, you know, government officials need to make better decisions and make better decisions in order to improve their credibility to your point. And the way we go about doing that is we use a process of inquiry-based data-informed better decisions, helping government officials make better decisions, whether it be capability decisions or people decisions or process decisions or fiscal decisions. And we come in with those, those executives and we help them build a strategic decision framework at the one-on-one -on -one level. So like myself as a CSO with a, with a CEO or a senior executive, and also with my facilitation team behind me and my data scientists to work along the next tiers of management. So everyone is involved in that strategic decision framework for better decisions. Mm, that's great. Thank you. And, and uh, how do you have credibility to do what you do? So uh, I know you said before in some of your videos, the school of hard knocks, I'll say it's the school of the U.S. Army. Uh, so as a, as a U.S. Army infantry veteran, I really had to make uh, on-the-fly decisions many times in a very volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous environment, as do our politicians, as do our government executives. I've made thousands of these type of decisions. You know, some Mitchell I've made uh, independently. I had to make on the fly with the knowledge I had, the intel I had, the data that I had at that moment. Others, I had the luxury maybe to take a little bit of time and collaborate and look at comparative solutions. But both of those type of situations in a complex environment, uh, quick, quick decisions, quick solutions, more collaborative solutions, they all are needed. And I can help and, and do help our government executives work through those type of decision processes. Mm. I also, uh, I'll just add in there, I have a de uh, degree in economics and, uh, you know, I'm on a continuous journey of learning, uh, particularly learning around how public policy as it needs to change and should change, how that should and can influence these government decisions. Uh, and I've applied this type of decision and strategic decision framework uh, with clients such as the United States uh, Navy, 
the United States Army, the United States Air Force, uh, the New York City Metropolitan Transit Authority, DC Metro, and others. Uh, so we've had some great journeys along the way in applying this method. Oh, perfect, thank you. And, and how do you go about sharing your credibility? So, uh, you know, I know we joked about this too, Mitchell. Uh, I'm a process guy. It was really hard for every question not to say one, two, three, four, five, but I think I'll do that here. Um, you know, I can't stray from process. So part of my sharing my credibility is helping put models and processes and steps sometimes in place, at least to help the journey uh, to start it. Uh, so that's one. Uh, but I have a few, a few things I'll list here under this question on sharing credibility. Uh, my first one is always be learning. Uh, I have never stopped learning. Uh, I'm in my, I'll say my 40s, I'll leave it at that. Um, but I, I'm always striving to learn more and I encourage clients, no matter what level of government they're in, to continue that journey. The second is I say dialogue and discover uh, at all levels. Don't just preach and teach. It's better to let dialogue and discover together than to preach and teach to someone or at someone. Uh, the third is, uh, goes back to we've heard in this conversation, Mitchell, is uh, asking questions or inquiries. It's that why, 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 like when you were a kid, right, a toddler, why, why, why? Uh, the more whys you ask, the better decisions and the better information you're probably going to get. Um, second to last is make mistakes and own them. Uh, I make more mistakes probably every day, Mitchell, than, than I succeed, and I try to learn and acknowledge those every step of the way. Uh, it's just, it's changed my life fundamentally. Um, and after I've made those mistakes and learned from them, I then try to consistently apply those learnings in a set of ethos and values. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll sum it up by saying everything that I do uh, really consistently, I think, is I always try to approach every situation with the, the mantras of be kind, be humble, and be deliberate. And if our government executives can apply that to their decision-making, imagine what a different type of government and a different type of society we may have. It, it would be, yes, it would be spectacular. Uh, you and I will definitely continue our conversations. And listen, if you're listening or you're watching and either you are a government official and you're not making the right decisions or you're a stakeholder who can influence one, it's time to reach out to Bradford. What is the best way for people to go about doing that? Sure. Uh, you can reach out to me easily on LinkedIn. Just search for Bradford Blevins, uh, B-L-E-V-I-N-S, or you can go to our website at forgeford, that's F-O-R-G-E-F-W-D.com. Bradford, thank you. Thanks so much for sharing your credibility. Have a great day, Mitchell. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you as well. And listen, if you're still here, this is now the time to, to spread a little bit of cred dust. We do need a better government. And so it's time to like this episode, share with your friends, and then we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Dr. Elise Barnes, who is the owner, CEO, and lead trainer at of a certain vintage workforce education. I didn't think I'd get through that one, but almost made it. She is a LinkedIn driving instructor who teaches adults over 50 to harness the power of LinkedIn to reset, reboot, and reinvent for their job search, career transition, nonprofit leadership, and entrepreneurship. Elise, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mitchell. It's great to be here. 
I so thoroughly enjoyed getting to meet you, uh, know you a little bit better, have our green room conversation. And I'd like the audience to get to know you better through your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP? My CPOP is that I work with baby boomers who know they should be on LinkedIn. They just don't know how. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of funny. So by the way, I'm the clarity guy in Shorten. So baby boomers who know they should be in LinkedIn and don't know how. So I have, let's see, I was originally commissioned by the founders of LinkedIn to write LinkedIn's first book before LinkedIn actually was profitable, before they made any money. I have looked at over 100,000 LinkedIn profiles. Mm-hmm. And I could actually say that if you want to exist in a world where there's any business going on whatsoever, you need to be on LinkedIn and you need to be credible on LinkedIn. So, so Elise, tell me more. Well, um, I work with people who are very bright people, but you know, LinkedIn um, is not intuitive. It's not like Facebook. Um, it's not rocket science but it is not intuitive. And um, the people uh, that I work with, baby boomers are used to a different economy, a generalist economy, an economy where they didn't have to be on social media and have a brand. But um, in, in the world we live in now, you have to be on social media. You have to have an online footprint. And um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't explain it to them. They just tell them they need to be on it. So, I work with them by what I call my driving instructor methodology, which means they do all of the work under my guidance. I say, if you're driven somewhere, you probably can't get back because you're not paying attention. You're looking out the window, you're talking. But if you drive yourself, your mind makes mental roadmaps and then you can get back. So my goal is for them to come into my training and for it to stick so that they can do it themselves when they leave. Ah, that's beautiful. Elise, could you share how you have credibility to be doing what you're doing? Well, first of all, I am a person who was laid off unexpectedly in my mid-50s and having to search for a job. And I uh, looked for training, workforce development training, specifically for people like me. And usually they had a LinkedIn component where somebody was racing through this PowerPoint And by the time I got to the parking lot, I'd forgotten 70% of what they said. So, um, so I really wanted to help people, people like myself, you know, who um, needed to find a job and wanted someone who could explain this LinkedIn thing to them. I like how you say that. (laughs) Explain this LinkedIn thing to them. (laughs) What is this LinkedIn thing? (laughs) I hear you. And, And Elise, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Well, you know, I write um, articles and updates on LinkedIn. I um, teach in the libraries here in my community. I teach at the community college. I do lots of networking and um, business uh, entrepreneurship events. So, and of course, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. Um, So I've I've had lots of opportunities to, to teach in workforce development classes so I, I get around. You know, there's one thing we were talking about in the green room, and an example came to mind that I actually want to I want to share. And it's 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 when my wife wants to learn something new, and my son's around, mm-hmm. and he shows her what to do it, but he doesn't actually show her. He just says, 
as as she's going and going really slow, he goes <laughs> beep 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 beep, and here it is, it's done, yes. and and then of course she gets frustrated within seconds because she doesn't know how to replicate to do it. She goes, well, it's done, okay. Yeah, I would assume that's not you. No, no, I, I think it's really important for. Um, and I get this a lot from my students who say, you're so patient. And I said, I'm not necessarily patient. I just know how I learn. And I learn by doing. I learn by doing it myself so that, as I said, my mind will say, oh, yeah, when I click that, then that screen came up. And then I click that. And then the other screen came up. So, you know, again, I don't want to forget 70% of it by the time I get to the parking lot. I really actually, and the magic of LinkedIn is not just in having a profile. As you know, Mitchell, there are over 660 million profiles on LinkedIn. So just having a profile is not the magic. The magic is in engaging with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're hearing this and you're a boomer, or you know somebody in your network who's a boomer who hasn't tried the LinkedIn thing yet. <laughs> it's important to reach out to Elise Barnes. Elise, how best can people reach out to you? Well, of course, the best way to reach me is on LinkedIn. I and, hear you, but uh, if they're not there yet. <laughs> not yet, that, yet. They can also email me at Elise at VintageWorkforce.com. Beautiful. Hey, well, thank you for sharing your credibility with us. That was fun. Absolutely. All right. And, and you guys know how important Elise, Elise's message is. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Father Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And dubious nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.